you like and suppose going through like your experience as being like a stutter and what advice would you give to people that have like a stutter number one is to accept it number two believe that you can do something about it number three build your confidence and fourthly keep changing yourself just talk about stuttering. Start a YouTube channel, it's free. and review to to the podcast and um, but it would be greatly like appreciated and today i am pleased to be talking to ramasiva who is a very uh, interesting guy he is a speech and language coach he's uh, an author and he and he is a fellow stutter as well welcome thank you jake for having me it's a pleasure to be on your podcast. Thank you very much. And again, how's life with you? It's going really well. I see that you're a Newcastle United football fan. Yeah. Are you excited with the Saudi takeover? Like I hope it um, happens. Yeah, I'm not too sure about the Saudi one, but I hope a Middle East buyer or a rich Chinese buyer comes because from the politics, it does look that these Saudi backers may have some problems with um, with human rights or those type of issues, right? From what I have read in the media. Yeah, it's a weird one. Um, yeah. As I'm, as I'm, um, like and when I was doing some research on you last night, I found out that you were uh, like an author, and which I didn't know. Um, so tell me a bit about uh, like your book. Yeah, so I wrote my book uh, in 2016. My first book is called Rich Thinking: 66 Days to Freedom, and it was in the process of writing the book, researching it, doing interviews. I realized that my stuttering was no longer the same type of stutter I had as a teenager and young adult. I stumbled more, I hesitated more. I perhaps used a lot of ums, us, but I did not stutter or bah, block like I had done as a teenager, young adult. So the stuttering had evolved. So I interviewed many people. I interviewed 20 people, including the former manager of Novak Djokovic, the tennis star, the world number one, Alan Koshuri. And Alan, he shared me some fantastic, fantastic insights. Number one, that he, the manager, Alan Koshuri, he had learning difficulties. Now, 
And as a child, he wasn't sent to the normal public school. The teachers, the school had put him in a different school. But because of his mom's belief in him, he studied well. And then later on, he entered high school. And then he sat the bar exam in New York and became, a, I think, a lawyer. Then he entered uh, the sports agent's business and he became the coach of Novak Djokovic or the manager of Novak Djokovic along with Marit Safin, the other world number one. And it was having that specific interview which really helped me to change my mindset because I gained inspiration from other people's success. So just by listening to him share his story about how his mom's belief in him and how he worked hard on his mindset. And he shared some things which Novak Djokovic himself did. I don't know if you're a tennis fan, Jake. I know, not really, no. Yeah, but uh, about 10 years ago, Novak was number three behind Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal. And Novak was struggling to win against the top two guys. So Novak himself, he re redesigned his life. Yeah. He started his gluten-free diet, which he's famous for. And apparently, I believe Lionel Messi is on a gluten-free diet or some diet. And a lot of the top sports stars, they're on a vegan diet, for example. So Novak did those things. And then he told me about visualization, the power of the mind. That is the reason why I created Stuttering Mind. Because stuttering, like we discussed yesterday, Jake, when you're on your own, when you're playing sports, you don't stutter, do you? I know, I don't know. Exactly. So stuttering needs an audience. Without having someone listen to you or watch you or judge you, or you feel that you need to impress someone, no. you don't stutter. Isn't that funny? Yeah, it is. So after writing that book, I had this constant idea of doing something with stuttering mind. As I was jogging along, my mind was saying stuttering mind, I needed to do something. So I wrote my second book called Dreaming of Stuttering Freedom, which is part of the Stuttering Mind book series. And in that book, I share my pain of stuttering. I may come across as very eloquent, very confident right now, but it's been a journey of about 10 years from start to finish. And over the last 10 years, I've evolved as a person. I have become more and more aware of my stuttering and the way that I communicate, the way that I express myself. And now I'm sharing the techniques which are completely for free. In fact, I shared them with you yesterday. Yeah. The belly breathing is the breathing method which babies, pets, if you have a pet, just look at their bellies, the, the cat's bellies or the dog's bellies. You'll see their bellies going up and down. And if you have any nieces or nephews or any young cousins, you'll see their bellies going up and down. So belly breathing is the most relaxing way to breathe. But unfortunately, as children, we grow out of that and we start to breathe from the chest and we have we get into bad breathing habits and then and then it snowballs. Yeah. And kind of kind of like a follow up 
end to that. Um, what were you like as like a, a what were you like as like a, a, a child? So as a child, apparently I was quite talkative, um, but um, yeah. But then I started to stumble over my words, and when I was eight years of age, that is when I was sent to the speech therapy jail, as I call it. Why? Because I was reading out aloud, and I'm sure a lot of uh, people listening who stutter, they probably had similar experiences that they were reading out aloud in school, in class, and they were stumbling. And then the children may have started to laugh or something happened. So you start to have negative experiences about stuttering. And that slowly built up over a number of years. So from the age of eight till the age of 18, 19, I was in the NHS speech therapy. And there they taught us slow speech techniques. And I can still remember the uh, tape that I used to play when I was 18 going into college. The goldfish and the gerbil are said to make very good pets. So that was a technique which I practiced. Yeah. And for about six months to one year, it actually worked. <laughs> my, my confidence was up. I was talking a bit more. I wasn't speaking like the goldfish, not like that. But I was able to communicate when I was in college. Now, when I was in college, there's a teacher who stuttered. And he stuttered worse than me. We never talked about it, yeah. or I never told Colin, the teacher, that I started, but he started. He was a Welsh, Welshman, and uh, he started quite badly. But just by having him there, I was like extremely relaxed, extremely comfortable, and actually enjoyed my time in college. Yeah. Um, yeah. Them and I like you did, and I participate in and I mean, I mean like and like speech therapy. Um, so what would be your opinion on like speech therapy? I think uh, the NHS speech therapists they are kind and loving. They're the most wonderful human beings. But in terms of therapy for people who stutter due to a childhood trauma or a genetic predisposition to stuttering, they don't have a clue. With people who have strokes, they do a marvelous job with them. But with young people, teenagers who become adult persistent stutters, just like you, you are 23, just like me, when I was 35. They don't have a clue. Why? Because the education system, the amount of time they spend with people who stutter, the people who have overcome stuttering is very minimal. They don't have the same experience of 
people who stutter. Yeah. Which is why programs such as Maguire, Sa Sa Starfish have done a good job to an extent, but they themselves need to evolve and look at the latest research in terms of breathing, belly breathing, abdominal, full abdominal breathing is the most relaxing way to speak. Yeah. And holding your breath or pausing for up to 40 seconds causes more anxiety. So the good thing about Maguire is that they bundle all the teachings of Dr. Sheehan from the US from the 1950s. Yeah and other forefathers of speech therapy, like techniques such as doing contacts, going out and facing the fear and doing public speaking. And John Harrison, the guy from the US, what Maguire did, they bundled all the techniques and did it really well. What they don't do well is that they haven't evolved with the latest breathing research and they haven't looked into the pitfalls of costal or chest breathing. So they have done a much better job than the speech therapist, simply because they have lived with stuttering themselves. Mr. Maguire, he's, I think he's now 70. He, he lives in California. And I must say, I'm grateful for Mr. Maguire for starting the Maguire program to get me onto the road of self-discovery into realizing that breathing is fundamental. Now there are other people who say, don't do any breathing, just speak. But Jake, if you have got no conscious awareness of your breathing and you just try and speak, then you'll continue to have a secondary behavior such as head jerking yeah. or pinching your leg. I remember 10 years ago, I remember 10 years ago, I used to pinch my leg to say the word hello on the telephone. So breathing was fundamental in getting me out of the saturated therapy jail. And this is where I am now. Yeah, and like similar to you, um, I, and I, for years I was part of like the HSC and like, and like speech therapy in which is which is like the Irish version and the Irish version and like of like the of the NHS and like even I thought that the things that they were doing and that they were doing and like MME and just like and like we're not American like at all. Um, and I recall that you told me yesterday that they gave up with you. Yeah they did when I was the age of twelve. And they told me that I didn't need to go anymore, and I and I couldn't do anything like any anything like more for me. Well, congratulations on sir, 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 starting this podcast, and I will share it on all the social media platforms because it's people like you who will help the other stutterers and the other speech therapists across the world 
to ask for help from other people who stutter, who have actually made a breakthrough. Yeah. I'm not the only one, and I'm not saying this is the only way, but if the speech therapists are open to inviting me to speak to them and to their clients, then they and their clients will benefit and the learning process will be much shorter. All the techniques I shared with you yesterday, Jake, are on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash stuttering mind. They're all free to copy. Please copy them and please challenge yourself. It's a mindset of doing podcasts like Jake is doing. So if you guys are listening, go to anchor.fm and start your own podcast. It's free to start. Every person who's stuttering, start your own podcast, interview the people that you want to interview. So chase after them. If you would like to contact me, just find me on Instagram and you can contact me and I'll be happy to come and share my story with you and spend some time with you to get you started on the belly breathing and the letting go of the block technique. There are only two or three techniques you need to relearn. One is the belly breathing. Next one is the perfect moment. So you breathe in and then you speak at the perfect moment. What is the perfect moment? If you can picture yourself kicking a ball or hitting a tennis ball, the perfect moment is when the racket hits the ball. And in the case of us, it's a moment which our lungs are full. At that moment, you start to speak and you speak with an emphasizing the first sound. So you sound like a ma, like a lion, not a ma, mass. And you learn the letting go of the ba block technique. You practice the alphabet, ba, apple, ba, banana, like Jake. Yeah. did with me yesterday and i hope jake will do a demonstration on on instagram in the next few weeks all the techniques because the techniques are completely for free and i want everyone to copy them to use them and yeah like even like a follow-up to your play breathing technique and like and when i was doing it on the call and with us yesterday and like i seen some like improvements so i thank you for sharing that with me my pleasure it just takes a bit of practice there's a guy called praveen shasta from nepal yeah. he came on to my coaching calls about four or maybe six weeks ago when the coronavirus was in full swing and he made it a point to come to every single class and now he is leading my class because he knows what to do it's not a rocket science, so he's leading the class. And if you go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash stuttering mind coaching, you'll meet Jake there. He posted a video within five minutes of joining. Now, I have about 200 people in that group, and maybe about 10 people have posted. So, Jake will do really well really quickly because he has a mentality of cha, cha, challenging himself. Uh, I was speaking to Jake yesterday on Instagram and I asked him to ask me about the secret. 
So I'll share the secret now on the podcast with you, Jake. Everyone who stutters, wah, we want to be fluent. We duh, do not wah, want to suh, stutter. Fuh, fluency is achieved as a bah, byproduct of suh, stuttering with puh. Puh, power and kuh, confidence. If you suh, stutter with puh, power and confidence, la, like the way I am, like the way Praveen has done for the last six weeks, eight weeks, you will find that the stuttering has no place to hide. You'll find that you are automatically more confident, more eloquent, and you will find you do not actually stutter because if you actually stutter on purpose, stutter with pah, pah, power, you will never stutter out of unconscious automatic yeah. process again. I guarantee you. And you're like, suppose going back to like our childhoods and you know, did you know, I don't know how many people that had like a stutter. Yeah, so I knew a few people in the NHS speech therapy groups and one guy was in my school and we never really talked about it. We never really, we never really analyzed it. And it was something that we were both ashamed of, but I know now, if I could advise any parent, it is to talk about the stuttering. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's about sharing. And if you have any friends who stutter, talk about it and try and start a journal. So write down when you speak really well. Try and focus on the positive aspects of your speaking and your communication process rather than focusing on the negative. Don't think, oh, I started with this girl, that girl, oh, that girl must be laughing at me. Oh, that girl must be telling all her friends that this guy can't say his name. Uh, don't think like that. Think or remember the positive experiences, experiences you had regarding your speech and try and build on that and join the group facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash stuttering mind coaching it's completely for free it will be free forever um, as more and more people join the group and get freedom i'll ask them to be the leader and lead the group for a month or two and then the next person because to be honest i suffered a lot from stuttering jake i lost 15 years like I told you yesterday, I'm a good looking guy. I'm my own, I'm, I'm my own head of hair. It's not a toupee like some people do. <laughs> I actually met a guy. I actually met a guy. He was bald as an eagle or a pigeon. And uh, he started a transplant hair clinic after he transplanted his own hair. So he's got a great head of hair now. 
but I don't think it grows. I think it's just permanently stuck to his head. So he doesn't have to have a haircut or he doesn't have to have a coronavirus haircut like I did. <laughs> but, my, but my wife did a good job. Uh, I look quite good. My hair was looking quite shabby before. But anyway, yeah, so this guy, he started a hair transplant clinic. So there was no reason for me not to have a girlfriend other than it was, it was my own limiting mind that made me so self-conscious, lack of self-esteem, lack of self-worth, lack of self-love. And you know what? Like I was telling you, I came across as a boring fart and I went out on dates. I got on dates and I would talk to the girls, but the conversations would become very stifled. I wouldn't be a good listener. So I was, why? Because I was just so preoccupied about not stuttering, about wanting to not to stutter. So on my program, I teach you to suh, to stutter with puh, puh, power and confidence. I don't teach you techniques to not stutter. That is the difference between yeah. me and the other programs and speech therapy because they give you techniques not to stutter. I teach you to stutter with puh, puh, power and confidence. And, uh, and as a byproduct of that, Jake, you'll be empowered to stutter with power. So you will see the stuttering has got no place to hide and it will just fade away. Yeah, and what, what you're talking, talking about there is very similar on what I'd done in like the course and that's August and that and like I was talking about and like it was just like and they never like wanted us like and not to like stutter like the main kind of um, focus point around it and was like feeling free to stutter and as well as like acceptance of like a stutter exactly exactly you're on the first step of the journey yeah. if you can nail the belly breathing the perfect moment the emphasize the first sound and if you master the letting go of the bah, bah, block you'll be you'll be on irish tv within six months i guarantee you that <laughs> I hope anyway. Um, and then would you regard your stuttering experience as like positive or more like a negative? Oh, absolutely. I mean, now I can see the stuttering helped me in yeah. enormously. I'm a hundred percent more time spiritual than before. I would recommend that you get my book, uh, Jake. It's only, I think, $10. $10. So it's not very expensive, but I share concepts from the interviews that I did, which are mind blowing and I believe them. So one of the interviews that I did was with a brain surgeon. Yeah. Yes, I interviewed a brain surgeon from Harvard, <laughs> from, from US. Now this guy, he went into a coma. He had meningitis and he went into a coma. And what happened or what he shared on my, pod, on my podcast and also in my book blew my mind away. That convinced me that this body is just made up of food, of the food we eat. 
remember to when you were a baby, or maybe you can't, but your mom will definitely remember you when you were a baby, Jake. She she remember either breastfeeding you or giving you milk and you eating food and growing, growing, growing and growing to the tall lad that you are now, okay? Without the food, you wouldn't have grown. Without the water, you wouldn't have grown. You would have disappeared. Okay? Yeah. Correct? Yes, yes. So everything is energy. The air we breathe, if there's no air, we die. Same thing with people stutter. You must take a breath to speak. They said it correctly, your parents or grandparents or anyone else, but they didn't tell you to take a belly breath and learn to face the stuttering. If you choose to stutter with power and confidence, they taught you half the story on the August course. If you choose to stutter with power and confidence and you choose to stutter, Speak like this, Jake. You're free. Yeah. Free from giving a shite about <laughs> other people's opinions. And you're like, and when I was also researching you, I found out that you used to work for for um Tony Blair in like Downing Street. And kind of talk about that. Yeah, so let me share that story of how I got the job at number 10 Downing Street. So this was in the year 1998, September, October. There was a guy called Matthew. He was working in the forensic science service lab in London. We were in the drugstores, uh, not sniffing uh, co cocaine or anything like that. We were just uh, working. I was in data entry. Remember, I'm a person stutter, so I do I don't do anything else but type. So I was working there and Matthew walked in and said, in the basement of number 10, there is a computer suite. And then I thought to myself, I didn't tell him that. I thought to myself, wouldn't it be wonderful to work there? Yeah. I didn't think about it. I didn't think about it. So I just left that job because that job was boring and shite. Excuse my um, rude uh, English. I hope your listeners aren't offended, but now that I'm free from caring, I don't give a like a fire away. And, and actually, do you guys notice that if you swear, you don't stutter? Have you noticed that? Yeah. And yeah, I do. And like my mom always, I said that. And like, them, and like whenever and like I get curse or shout, and like I never, and like I stutter. Yeah, my favorite uh, movie of all time, I think, is. Uh, four weddings and a funeral when um, Hugh Grant jumps out of bed saying F, 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 F. <laughs> Have you seen that movie? No, I haven't, no. You should check it out. Hugh Grant, also stutters. Yeah, cool. Um, so let me get back to point. Your point was number 10. Okay. Uh -huh. so, so I thought to myself, wouldn't it be wonderful to work at number 10? And then I completely forget about that. But then I left the job because it was boring and I got a job in IT. I got a job in IT and that was also boring as well. But I studied quite hard and I passed and I did the exams and I got qualified. Then about two years later in the year 2000, in July, I saw a job advert. It was for the cabinet office, desktop analyst. And I thought to myself, hmm, let me just apply anyway. So I applied 
and I got a letter from 10 Downing Street inviting me to a job interview. So I went to I went to number 10, knocked on the door, and then entered and I looked around thinking it was my last, my only, my first and only time that I would be there. So I looked at, had a good look uh, around the room covers and everything, and then I left. But I um, did sufficiently well at the job interview because I was very well qualified. Uh, I made sure that I was qualified and they gave me the job. So I was working there for seven years and I met the Prime Minister Tony Blair and Gordon Brown many times. I went with uh, Tony Blair on um, trips abroad while he was Prime Minister because I was doing IT support and I really enjoyed it. And one of the most memorable trips was when I went to Barbados uh, doing uh, wow. IT support. IT support and telecom support for him, so doing secure communications. And while I was there, I decided to tell uh, Prime Minister Tony Blair that I started. So I, I told him, and he said, um, don't worry about it, uh, it's, it's quite okay. But uh, it was a good experience actually telling your boss that you do start it because it just relieves the pressure. And I always, I always have memory of him uh, coming back to me and saying thank you, and at the end of the trip. So that was a good moment in terms of my career. Yeah, like, and what was it like working there as a, um, like, as like a person that has like a stutter? Oh, I met someone else who stuttered. Uh, his, uh, nah. his name is Peter and he stuttered worse than me. Now, I was always more of an avoider. So I was Mr. A, Mr. Y. So I would always try to be quiet. I would always try to not to stutter. Because I was playing the game not to stutter. But now, I, ch I choose to say, stutter with power and confidence. Now, let me be honest, okay? I don't speak like this every single day, every single time. When I go out and speak to people in shops, I just speak the way I speak. But because I've practiced the letting of the block technique so many times, because I'm comfortable stuttering power and confidence, I don't have a block ever. I let it go, the stumble, I let it go. Automatic. So, um, back to your question, Jay, could you repeat that? Um, what was it like working at Downing Street at, as, a, as, a, like, as like a, person that has like a stutter. So I was embarrassed to stutter. I didn't feel comfortable at all. So I joined the program, Maguire program in 2001, August 2001. I started my job in April 2001. So within four months, my speech had crashed. I couldn't say a single word to my boss. I was like, I was doing everything to speak to my boss. I could not speak to my boss. Yeah. And on the telephone, it was, it was like, sorry, I'm trying to remain calm and not swear on the podcast. Uh -huh. So okay. I was struggling. So I joined Maguire program. Now, after four days, so you're going to the Maguire program, you're surrounded with people who stutter. Now, my first day video, you'll see that I do not stutter. Why? because I'm in a room of people who stutter. Yeah. They are all at my level. They are the same as me. I'm not 
needing to impress them. They're not my boss. They're not going to fire me. They're, they're, I'm sure they were attractive girls, but I didn't look at them. I was looking at the camera. <laughs> so if you see my first video, you'll see that I did not stutter. In fact, I'll have to upload the video very soon because it's time to share. So I joined Maguire. And after four days, I did a public speech, just like every other Maguire program member does. And I felt really proud of myself because I'd never done a public speech. So I must thank Mr. Dave Maguire for bringing the program to the UK and getting me to face the fear. So well done, Dave Maguire, well done. So for three months, I was flying as a kite. I was doing the cost of breathing, putting the belt on my chest and doing, and doing the 40 second, 50 second, one minute, 90 second pausing. I mean, almost killing myself, but don't tell that. But don't tell anyone. Uh, so I was doing that well for three months and I was doing really well. But then there's a moment, I can quite clear, clearly remember it. I was in my office and I had a block. I had another block. I had another block. And then my confidence was shot to pieces. Ding, 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 ding. Like uh, Jack and Jill went up the hill, I crashed down the hill <laughs> and crashed into the River Thames. So I was there and the prescribed medicine on Magua is to go back onto another course. So I went back on another course and then within, within two days, my speech was well, was uh, back to normal and I was playing not to stutter. So I was uh, going back and then again, three months later, I was back in the same, same River Thames. And what happened next was I kept on going back to courses for a fix for fluency. I was addicted to fluency. I wasn't happy to stutter. I didn't accept my stutter. I did not say, start with pa, power and confidence, la, like the way that I do now, Jake. Yeah. Okay. So I kept on going and the problem which I had was, and let me share the second secret, was that the stuttering techniques which are there, are there to build your confidence, okay? If you don't go onto radio, if you don't go onto podcasts, if you don't go onto TV, if you don't talk about your stuttering in public, if you don't start a YouTube channel, if you don't start an Instagram channel, your stutter will come back. Why? Because you're not challenging yourself. You're not expanding your comfort zone. You're just staying in the same box. That's the problem which I fell into. And the third secret, I'm showing all my secrets, Jake. <laughs> so the third secret is that the stuttering will only dissolve once your life actually evolves. Now, I've been on Maguire for seven freaking years. Every year, one or two courses. And after that, I just gave up because in 2009, 2008, 2009, the starter held me at gunpoint. So at that time, I was still doing the um, chest breathing, coastal breathing with the belt, still doing the pausing and holding the breath. And I was having major panic attacks, anxiety attacks, hyperventilation while trying to speak. I was like that. I was like a freaking dog panting, trying to get my words out. So 
what I hadn't done was my life hadn't actually improved, hadn't changed. So the stuttering had gone up and down, up and down, but my life hadn't actually changed. I didn't have a girlfriend. Why? Because I loathed rejection. I could not face rejection. I could not face it. If a girl said no, it would take me maybe six months to ask another girl out or shut up another girl or do something. And the reason why I'm sharing this, in total, I lost 15 years to the stuttering mind. Because I keep on saying it, I'm a great looking guy with my own set of teeth even. These are not dentures. And I hope you guys who are listening, if you're if you a teenager, just contact Jake, contact me. Really, we will inspire you to get you out of your stuttering mind rapidito, quickly. I think I've covered. I encourage you to get help like in like your later life. Yeah, so what happened was in 2009 when I was having a panic attack, anxiety attack, all the freaking attacks, thanks to my costal breathing, just breathing techniques which I learned. I found out that the secret love of my life. Why secret? Because in 1998, 1997, when I met her at university, I had a huge crush on this girl. And we, and we were friends, but I just didn't love myself. I just didn't think she would love me or like me or even want to go out with me. But she and I were good friends. We were good friends. She used to call me. And um, I never used to call her. <laughs> Why? Because I stuttered. Why would I call someone? Yeah. So um, I found out that she had died in a car accident. So that was the moment that changed my stuttering life. So I resolved to do something about the stuttering, resolved to face my rejection issues that I had with uh, girls. And that started my journey. And I went traveling, learned Spanish in Spain. And when I was in Spain, Jake, let me share this with you quickly. I was learning Spanish in a classroom full of adults, not kids, not five-year-olds, eight-year-olds, 10-year-olds, teenagers. Actually, adults, 18 years and old, 18 years and above. And I was practicing my Spanish, just like they were. But they were speaking quite slowly as well. They were saying, hola, como estas? Mi nombre is Peter. Yo soy de Londres. So they were practicing, practicing slowly like that. And me too, I was practicing like that. And I noticed that I wasn't stuttering in Spanish. And when I went to do, when I went to do language exchanges with Spanish people, native Spanish people, they would tell me to speak slowly because they didn't understand English and they wanted me to speak slowly. So I did, so I obliged them. And when I spoke to them, I noticed that I did not stutter with them speaking English. So this was in 2011. Now, prior to that, I'd been, on, I'd been out on dates and I was, known as a boring, boring fat. And because, because my conversation skills weren't up to it, because I was so worried about the stuttering, but because we had something in common, the Spanish language and the English language, we had quite a lot of things to talk. So I practiced there, and slowly my confidence was growing bit by bit, but I wasn't doing any costal or chest breathing. I'd given up those 
techniques, tricks, yeah. things. And as my confidence built, I went traveling, I went to South America, uh, I just spoke to people. And I met my wife and, and, she, and she thought it was quite quaint when I had a pah, when I had a slight block on pah, protestar, protest. I had a slight protestar, that type of block. And she thought it was quaint. And this was the first time that anyone thought it was quaint. Because to be honest, stuttering is undesirable. Who wants to have stuttering? You, you get laughed at us. Yeah. You get laughed at when you stutter. You get mocked when you stutter. It's the only thing people laugh at, right? You don't, uh, you don't see people laughing at someone, uh, I don't know, whatever, whatever they have with them, but you, but you do see people laughing when, or having a smile or smirk when, uh, when we stutter, isn't it? Yeah. Why is that? I find it really annoying, but that's exactly why I choose to suh, 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 stutter with puh power and confidence. And I was with a friend of mine at Kinshaw Station, maybe about a year ago. And this lady who was serving us, she was having a, started to have a smile. So I decided to put it even more. And then the smile went away. And then my friend told me, oh, perhaps you were smiling because you're good looking. And perhaps so, but I was already married by then, but so it was too late. But yeah, so my mind was telling me that she was smiling at me because I was sir, stuttering with power and confidence. But it might have been because you thought I was good looking and thought it was quaint. Maybe, but who knows? Yeah. And like as you said there, and actually never really stuttered and while speaking in Spanish. As I remember watching an interview or like a talk um, from Perus Willis, and he was saying that he never really stuttered while he was acting because he was so concentrated and like on getting and I like the character right. Indeed, indeed. A lot of actors apparently who stutter in real life don't stutter on the stage or in movies. It is like their identity has shifted. So another thing on my program is that I help you to recreate your identity in terms of your stuttering self and your stuttering power self. Because like yourself, like yourself, you said that when you're playing sports or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you don't start to do you. No. So if you could transpose that mindset of being in the sports situation into the speaking situations with your family or work colleagues, if you could transform, transpose the identity, the mindset, you already have the ability to speak with power and confidence. It's just that through a process of bad habits, such as breathing badly, having negative experiences of children laughing at you and doing naughty things to you which they really shouldn't be doing, that makes your subconscious want to protect you. Your brain, your mind, its primary function is to preserve your life. Correct? Because yeah. um, you're driving along in a car, you see a cat or someone uh, going across. Subconsciously, you press the brakes. Even before you think to yourself, oh, there's some person, there's a cat crossing the road, what should I do? Automatically, your subconscious mind has already pressed the brakes. Yeah. When we stutter, 
our subconscious mind has got lots of negative experiences, too many for it to count. So it blocks and it promotes behavior such as head jerking, blinking, pinching your leg to get the name out because you just want the pain to, to be stopped as quickly as you can. So let me share this analogy about driving and stuttering, okay? Perfect. You drive, Jake? I know I don't know, I'm not yet. Not yet, are you learning to drive? I know I done my theory test about a year ago. And I got okay. that. Okay. And so the next step for me to do is to do the actual like lessons. Okay, cool. And what about do you ride a bicycle? Uh, I don't. I don't, don't like have a bike. So. And what about a ma motorbike? No, I don't. No. Okay. What about ah? You do jujitsu, right? Yes. How long have you been doing that? I've been doing it about three years and about okay. a year like on and off. Okay, fantastic. So I'll share it in your example. So when you started in class, you were practicing the moves, but you have to really concentrate on the moves. You're trying to think how to coordinate, coordinate them, right? Yeah. Yeah? Yes. Just like driving. When you're learning to drive, you need to coordinate your clutch, your left leg to press the clutch and the accelerator, the right leg to drive off. And you have to do everything at the same time. But uh, now most people who drive, they just jump in the car and they just drive. They don't think about it, right? Yes. Just like learning or relearning the art of speaking with power and confidence. You need to retrain breathing, speaking at the perfect moment and taking your time and speaking when you're ready, eye contact, smiling. You practice that over a period of time, it becomes automatic. Simple, simple. It's simple to explain, but it's damn sight impossible to execute. However, if you are dedicated, like my friend Praveen from Nepal, who's coming out on a podcast on my stuttering mind in the next couple of weeks or the next month, you can hear him speak and share his story. Yeah, and I've seen, and I've seen that you are like a father, and like preparing to be a father, and. And like, were you scared that your child would, I mean, your child would have like a stutter? That's a good question, Jake. Um, yes. Yeah, so my son was born in 2016 and that was the time that I wrote my book. Yeah. I was writing my book and going through the process, it helped me improve my confidence, improve my speech. And absolutely, I was concerned my son would have the same fate as I did because uh, stuttering has a genetic background to it. And my cousin, his son, my other cousin's daughter has had a stutter. So there's a genetic predisposition to it. However, however, my son is okay. And hopefully he will be okay. But um, only time will tell. Yeah, like as the guys said that, um, both of my parents stutter. So like, and so, so like, looking back, it was kind of like a good thing because it's like I had like a, a strong, like, like a strong, like support and structure, and which made it easy. And when like, am I stuttering? Am I like bad or 
them or like when like I was having like a hard time. So yeah. Mm. Do you have any siblings or cousins? Yeah, I have. I have a brother and sister on on my mom's side, and two sisters on my father's side, and them as a mom, the only one that stutter or like out of them. And like other than my parents, I don't think we have like any like history, history of like like of like a stuttering. Mm-hmm. And there is like a history, like in your and like, like a family, is there? Yeah, like I mentioned, my cousin, his son, and my cousin's daughter, they had stutters. Yeah, yeah, like, and like, and like going through therapy and all that kind of stuff, like, and none of it really worked. But in my later life, I kind of like, as I'm like, I learned to like accept in my stutter and like and i feel that that is one of the most important things like important things like to overcome like your stutter like and um um like and do you agree that like acceptance like is one of the, the most like important things absolutely acceptance is the first step yeah i have a stuttering triangle acceptance a b is belief and C is confidence. First of all, you accept you have a stutter and bah, be proud you have a stutter. So you uh, stutter with bah, power and confidence. How can you really accept your stutter? Then you stutter with power and confidence. If you truly accept your stutter and you're not ashamed of stuttering, it is to stutter on bah, purpose, power, confidence. Next step is B, belief. When you have just a bit of belief, is it possible for me to speak and do podcasts without stuttering? I think so. Just have a belief in your mind. And you keep on feeding those beliefs. And what are the, what's the food of beliefs? Evidence. So if you replay this podcast compared to the first one, you will see that you have changed just a little bit. And you could also feed it with beliefs, feed it with evidence that, yes, I'm slowly improving podcast by podcast. And soon I will be on Irish TV. (laughs) Believe it, believe it, because we need people like you across the world to share the news that the brain does repair stuttering. For you guys listening, if you haven't heard the latest research, the brain does repair stuttering. It's a scientific fact. Dr. Christian Kell, who's a neuroscientist from Germany, he came on my podcast, Stuttering Mind. Check it out. It's the first podcast because it's the best one. And in it, he shares the power of the brain neuroplasticity that is the latest research and c confidence the techniques which i'm sharing belly breathing perfect moment letting go of the block those are all techniques they just help you to have the confidence i don't speak with any techniques i just speak and i encourage everyone 
to have techniques to begin with and build your confidence. There are some people who don't need techniques and great, but there are some people who do because it's situations just makes them so scared that they start to uncontrollably. But if you have some techniques, a bit of awareness, practice mindfulness, practice meditation, and the more aware you become of your breathing and your speaking process, instead of letting the unconscious automatic stuttering dictate you, you can choose to start, start with power and confidence. And once your confidence, keep on challenging yourself. If you have a severe stutter, get yourself on YouTube. It's free. Start a podcast, anchor.fm. It's free. And each time you challenge yourself, you'll see that your stuttering will start to lessen its grip around your throat, your mouth, and your life. And suppose going through like your experience as being like a stutter and what advice would you give to people that have like a stutter number one is to accept it number two believe that you can do something about it number three build your confidence and fourthly keep challenging yourself yeah just talk about stuttering start a youtube account it's free yeah um suppose that's all the questions oh yeah and like and like and is there any questions that you, you want to ask me? Sure, Jake, sure. Um, you told me that you were g going on to radio. Yes. How does that make you feel? Um, suppose when I first sent them an email, like I was, I like, I like, and I was like, like a bit nervous. But as the week I went on, I like I just got like less and less nervous. And for some reason, I don't know why, but yeah. Um, like, and I'm looking forward and like to talk about like my story as being like a stutter and I might kind of help someone and that also has like a stutter. Fantastic. Is it on a radio show? Is it like an interview or is it in a panel full of other people? Um, it's on the radio. It's uh, um, as part of the RTE in which is like the English version of of the BBC. So I'd say the radio station that I'm going on to is probably the most and the most popular in like Ireland. And like I was reading that that on average they have eight hundred thousand and like viewers like every month. So and so I'm looking forward to talk about on that. And what made you want to go on the radio? Um suppose it was just like a challenge. Um for me and like and I can talk about my story on the radio and I hope that it can give someone else and like courage and like the motivation and like to talk about their stutter or like even not even a being like a stutter like it might be someone that like lacks confidence or like as like or has like anxiety or anything like that so hopefully Hopefully, like I can help, like send that people like as well. That's amazing. That's amazing. So, what made you start your podcast? Why? Because, like I said, when I was twenty-three, 
my stuttering ruled my freaking life and to start a podcast to go on to radio when I had absolutely no control over stutter. What made you want to do a podcast? I suppose again like it was kind of like a challenge like as well and like there was and like looking back on my life like I didn't make a like a serious phone call till I was about 20 years of age and I never used to order order in like a restaurant and like I always used to ask like my mom or my dad or someone um, to order am I like what I wanted and so like I had to kind of find ways and that would help me and so when I took part in the course in August it kind of gave me a lot of courage I like to start I like to start like a podcast what was that course you did in August and like the course was called free to stutter and free to speak and so as I said it was like a main focus on like acceptance and like the freedom of stutter and like we also worked them on like on like avoiding certain like um certain like avoidance things like so like so like to kind of like reduce the amount of times that we would not call like a friend or call like a clothes shop or as or like ordering like our lunches and and all kind of it's more like something like that so like it was kind of just like kind of like reducing and like the amount of times that we we and like some instances and that we would kind of like avoid fantastic was that run by the nhs in ireland or private charity i said no like it was ran by the hse and which is like is like the irish version of the of like the nhs okay that's great and how many people were in that group of yours so so when i done it there was one person at my age and there was three older tennis and like i say they were all in like their late 40s and like 50s and we do like a catch-up every every like a second month um so that's good because we it's because again and because again and we can always talk about like our stutter and we like and we can talk about what what like we are working on and like try to improve fantastic and are they also starting a podcast uh no no and what what are they doing to work on their speech and mind um suppose most of them are just doing like the techniques and that they were like taught do you know what techniques they were taught um so the same kind of like the th- things i mean kind of kind of like the reading and not being like afraid to um stutter in some instances and like again like they're reducing like in violence of some like some like situations fantastic yeah i mean uh, i'm really uh, pleased that you are doing this because this is exactly what you need to do to get out of the stuttering mind and the more you do it you will see that within months you'll be on tv my friend especially when they see you and hear you on radio and then they'll see you on the podcast and when you do put it on youtube you're just uh, 
challenging yourself and showing the world your secret, your shame. Yeah. And that will inspire other people to actually contact you and saying, well done, Jake, well done. And you'll be motivated to carry on. And that's the same thing with me because you may listen to me now and think, oh, this guy doesn't start at all. But yeah, I started, I started my starter. I was more of an avoider to be honest. And so I didn't have, well, actually, let's be honest. In my intense situations when I want to impress people, I would, I would have those steady blocks, let's be honest. Because yeah. um, we all have those one, one experiences, which is the worst experience of stuttering. And from that moment, I left my goal program and said, this isn't working for me. And I just went on a whole journey. Good. So is there anything else that you want to pass me or, or anything that you want to like include or anything like that? No, I think uh, you have covered all the questions really well and uh, keep it up, keep up the good work and uh, do send me a link to your radio, online radio and uh, please share it in the Facebook group you have. Sure, yeah. so, as I said, like it should be, like it should be some, some day and like this week and so either like today or like tomorrow, let's say. Like it Good stuff. should be done. And when will this podcast be live? This podcast will be on Wednesday week. Okay. So the third of July, is it? As I, as I, and I think that is like candidate. Fantastic. I look forward to uh, hearing it. And um, what do you normally do on Friday afternoons, UK time? Nothing really. Okay, uh, like I said, my friend Pravin, he's now running the uh, breathing and the letting of the block techniques on Friday afternoons. Yeah. It will be posted, the time will be posted in the group. And um, and please join because uh, I think you will, I think you're there. Yeah. Because your mindset, you already accepted, accepted the stutter. If you just practice a bit more breathing and practice a bit more of the uh, letting of the block. So when you have the Yes, stutter. Yes, you sah, 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 stutter. So you practice, 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 and then it'll be an automatic uh, behavior, just like you learned in Jiu-Jitsu, right? Um, I wanted to say thank you so much for the opportunity to share my story on the podcast, and I look forward to hearing it when it's live. No problem. Um, Azaman, thank you for coming on like Arama. Like it was, it was like a very good talk, and hopefully our talk can kind of help someone out there that has like a stutter. Thank you for having me. So we're now at the end, end like of the episode. As I like to thank Yurama and for taking taking the time to come on the podcast, and I'd like to thank you all, Zem, for listening to another, as I'm like episode of the. Stutter Speaks podcast and don't forget to subscribe, rate and review the podcast on Spotify podcasts and thank you and I hope to hear from you very soon. Hi.